0: This is VGC, Video Game Cast, episode number 4, for April 27, 2006. to the fourth episode of VGC, Video Game Cast. I'm your host, Devin Taylor, and with me again is Joey Ginsburg. Hi. And uh, new with us this week is uh, Alan Elterman. What's up? And uh, we have a lot of topics to talk about this week. A lot of news has been revealed, particularly with the Revolution. Uh, Revolution has been officially named. Uh, the nunchuck attachment for Revolution has uh, a type of, of gyro in it. Uh, there's been a bunch of new Revolution games, and uh Uh, The the history of the Tomb Raider franchise, we'll be be looking at that, and which console is looked upon as a better choice, Nintendo, PS3, or Xbox 360? Are they the same or different? We'll get into that. So uh, let's jump right on in, and a Nintendo Revolution officially being named Wii. W-I-I. Why Wii? Uh, What do you think about the name, Joy? I don't know what to think about it.
1: I mean, is it supposed to be an abbreviation for something? Or is it just supposed to be like, we? Yeah, we
0: don't really know what we stands for. <laughs> All we really know is that uh, <laughs> we is uh, supposedly... They, they use the two eyes. They look They resemble Revolution controllers. And that we resembles playing with a lot more than just one person. I liked the name Revolution. I thought it was a revolutionary console, and that the name fit the console very well. I agree. So, uh, did you like the name, Al?
2: Uh, no, I did not. Uh, I think Revolution was a great name, and they ruined it by naming it Wii.
0: Yeah, I really was looking forward to Revolution. I still am, even though I'm not looking forward to Revolution anymore. I'm looking forward to Nintendo Wii. Uh, keeping with the Revolution, the the Nunchuk attachment, which is the little analog attachment that gets connected to the, the initial remote of the Revolution controller, supposedly has some type of, of gyro system or, or some uh, sensor in it that when you make a, a, gesture, a gesture to the right or left, you uh, there could be an input in the video game. Like, when you're in a, a gun game, you can twist your arm to reload a gun, and, and something similar. Uh, do you like that idea, Joey? I think it kind of gives the ga- game an idea of being more interactive like for a game called
1: Red Steel, which is coming out, you actually can turn the gun to its side and the gun in the game will turn to its side,
0: you know? It's kind of a cool aspect, don't you think? Yeah, that is a cool aspect. That that has to do with the initial remote, though. You turn the remote to the side. I'm actually talking about the the analog stick. If you turn the, the analog attachment to the side, something can actually happen in the game also, not just the regular remote. Well, this kind of does make up for the, the lesson of
1: buttons that normally the PS1 and PS2 controllers have, and same with the Xbox, how they have a lot more buttons. Nintendo's kind of going for a more simple idea, but this gyro allows it to keep
0: it simple. I Actually, I agree with that 100%. The PS2 controller has like 23, 24 inputs on it. And the Revolution only has a couple buttons on it. And you can make gestures to fill in those buttons. That's actually a really good idea. What do you think about uh, the NumStruck?
1: At the moment, Alan right now doesn't really have an opinion. He doesn't know what to think about it. But I do want to give a suggestion: don't try using it as numchucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's been a lot of new games announced for Revolution. Uh, we got like Tony Hawk coming out for Revolution. We have.
2: Yeah, I play every single Tony Hawk that comes out. Beat every single one. Great
0: Tony Hawk game. So do you think they're going to, like, when you flip the controller, it's going to flip the, do a kick flip or something? I have
2: no idea how they're going to be doing the flip movements of the controller. I just, no idea.
0: Yeah, I, I don't get how they could do a Tony Hawk game. You're not going to stand on
2: the controller. It's not but, just movement. It's just, there's buttons on the controller also that would give, maybe, like, if you don't push it, it'll do a different move. Do
0: you think you're going to, like, uh, jump in the air and, like, tilt your controller to maybe do, like, a, a, right, a flip like or something? rotation or something. Well,
1: do you think you're on your side playing towards the screen, kind of
0: like as if you're on a skateboard when you play it? No, that's just stupid. (laughs) Nice try, though. Uh, Yeah, I I think, like, if you jump in the air and you point the thing down, you'll do a a dive. Twist the controller around while you're in the air. You do a spin. Maybe just, like, gesturing to the right will be one move. Gesturing up will be one move. And with the chick attachment now having motions, you can turn maybe just by tilting your, your left hand and then do moves while... Using your right hand. So I, I think Tony Hawk's going to be good. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Big
2: fan, big fan. If
0: you guys don't know, this is the DBZ Ultimate fan. Hey,
2: hey, He
0: owns like every game, including the ones for Game Boy Advance and the ones for the older system. He's played them all. <laughs> um, yep. Supposedly, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Sparking 2, or... Uh,
2: sparking Neo.
0: Sparky Neo, it's gonna be Tenkaichi Neo here in America. Uh, supposedly that that is coming to Revolution. Wow, DBZ on Revolution. I mean, it's been pretty much PlayStation Two uh, centric for the whole last generation. Atari's finally gonna bring the game over to Revolution. How do you think they're gonna use the controller for that game? No idea. Again, I
2: don't know how they're gonna do the movements again. I-
0: well, I'm probably going to say they're going to use the movements with the analog stick. And maybe you do, like, a command, Kamehameha, just uh, by, like, putting your controller, like, back and thrusting it forward fast. You can do uh, different gestures, and those different gestures could influence the type of move. Like, you can do a combo by, like, moving the, the controller up, down, left, right could be a combo, for instance. You can have different types of combos just by moving the controller instead of pushing square, square, <clears throat> square, square, circle, circle. So I, I think they could actually have a lot of cool fighting implements. Like maybe you can punch in on the screen, he punches, you know? Well, that's
1: true, but when you say they're going to be like doing like right, right, up, down, how much do you think they have to
0: move it to actually have the command go through? Uh, what I've been hearing is that the controller is very sensitive. So maybe you don't have to like fling the controller up. You can go up, down, left, right and just a motion with your wrist. Flick with the wrist. You don't have to really use your whole your whole body to get yourself tired. Um, kind of a bad news for Revolution. SpongeBob and Avatar, two Nicktoon games, are coming to Revolution, and it's not going to really... Well, I should start calling it Wii. They're coming to Wii, and they're kiddie games, and Nintendo's really trying to kind of stay away from that image. But at the same time... They are they aren't abandoning any any old their old image. They're just trying to add to it and go with all the gamers. So, so uh, I think that SpongeBob and Avatar, although they are kitty games, they are more games, and they're supposedly going to be in the launch window. So I think that they're going to be actually nice additions to Revolution. Um, oh. wait, what do you think about the the Nicktoon games, Joy? I think it'll help keep Re- Revolution as kind
1: of a younger system without the idea of that maybe it could develop into a system that's for all types of ages, kind of like how PS3, PS2 is, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, what, what do you think about kitty games? I don't really like them. Well, I mean, like, do you think that. They're, they're good for the system, or they're bad for the overall well, image? Well, Revolution
2: will be a good price, a low price, and parents are going to probably want to buy it for their kids and not pay about $500 for PlayStation 3 for them. And younger kids are going to want to play kitty kind of games like Spongebob and Avatar.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, probably the biggest announcement, and there's actually been some screenshots, is uh, Red Steel from Ubisoft, I believe. Um, That's correct. And uh, this game is—it's going to be really unique. It has sword fighting, and it has—it's uh, a first-person shooter element, and uh, it's really unique. And that's going to bring us into our, our next topic. Uh, Alan, wh- what did you think about about Red Steel?
2: Um, it was a pretty good game, uh, by what I've seen on the pictures. Um, like you said, if you move it sideways, the gun would turn sideways. Any way you turn the angle of the gun. It will uh, correspond on the screen.
0: Uh, We also heard that it will focus uh, on a more Counter-Strike-type control system.
2: Right, so if you were to move your uh, controller sideways, the middle of the screen would move with your cursor.
0: So like when you're in Counter-Strike and you're moving the mouse around, it moves the camera with the mouse, uh, the the same thing would be with Red Steel. So I'm actually really looking forward to this because it has uh, the first revolution sign of a sword fighting game. And we've been looking forward to that since we've seen the teaser trailer at TGS. So I- I'm really hoping that Red Steel is a, a good addition to Revolution. But it's not just a
1: sword fighting game. It also has an idea of making the game a little bit more mature for the Nintendo players. Now it's kind of broadening the range. So now maybe adults would like to buy the Revolution pl- buy this game.
0: Yeah. Uh, just because uh, Spongebob and Avatar are coming to the system doesn't mean that Revolution or we will be completely kiddie. Uh, Red Steel is not a cartoon type of art style. It's a very realistic type of art style. It looks great, judging by the screenshots. And it's a very mature-looking game. And it'll probably, you know, most likely, get a mature rating. And that's actually kind of good, because there's not that many mature games for GameCube, and Nintendo needs to broaden its audience. Uh, do you think this should be a good addition?
1: Well, I, I believe so, because... I mean, going with the old name of Nintendo, as a Revolution... This is kind of a huge revolution for it, because they've never had a game like this. I mean, one of the most recent games that's kind of been, for mature audiences, is Resident Evil, which has kind of been a multi-platform at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um. Well, we heard that Tomb Raider Legends, uh, it just came out, and uh, we played the demo on 360, and... Joey, do you think Tomb Raider is going to be a, a success for the franchise, or do you think it's going to fall through? I have a feeling like it's going to be a success, because they have
1: failed in the past. I think they've been able to finally, like, analyze what they've done wrong, look at their problems,
0: and kind of changed it, so this will be a good game, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan, you played, uh... How do you think the game stands up to previous Tomb Raiders? It is
2: technically almost the same. They're just making a new version of it. Um... Just much better graphics on 360. Just trying to make it better with new levels.
0: Mm, and uh, what I've been hearing is that they are focusing a lot on the the platforming of the game. So there's lots of puzzle solving and lots of different uh, types of challenges. It's a, a lot of jumping. Basically, it gets back to the old PlayStation type of of experience where you're trying to, to find the artifact. I, I think it's going to make the franchise... Kind of go back up to what it used to be. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a success. It's going to be a success for uh, 360 and the other consoles as well. Um, Speaking of consoles, uh, which con- which console do you think is going to be better when it comes out? Uh, do you think, uh, well, Xbox 360 already came out, but do you think PS3 or Revolution is more looked forward to at this time? Well, I believe the Nintendo Wii will be a little bit more looked upon than the actual PS3. Well, in Japan, there's been polls, and uh, currently, Japan is really hyped out. They're really hyped up about uh, about PS3. They really want to see PS3. Uh, Much of Japan owns a PS2, and uh, Revolution, being so different, has stirred up a lot of hype as well. Uh, Alan, what do you think is is being looked forward to most? PS3 Revolution.
2: Well, I think that Revolution and PS3 are looked up the most. But even though I love both of them. I'm looking for for both. I'm going to buy them on the first day they come out. Uh, Revolution is looked forward to because younger kids, and uh, it's going to be much less of the price of PS3, almost half, maybe even more.
0: Yeah, I agree. The price point of Revolution is going to be a huge deterrent for PS3 buyers because they're going to want to buy the PS3, walk in there, and they're going to see the Revolution, they're going to see how different it is. And like me, I own a 360. I'm going to get a PS3. But uh, I'm looking forward to Revolution more, because PS3 is pretty much going to have most of the same games as 360. There will be a lot of, of PS3-only games, but I think that, that Revolution has a lot more unique content as, like, the controller and all the new games coming out for it. I mean, I, I can't wait to play a Tony Hawk game in Revolution. I can't, I can't wait to see what they'll do with that. One well, other thing
1: Nintendo has going for itself is the idea of being able to bypass games. Because many systems have had trouble getting a lot of games. They'll so get about 10 to 20 games out when the system comes out. But then for the next few months, it's pretty dry. And usually one or two games, will, good games will come out. This way, you can buy the old games, not for $20 or $50, but for maybe
0: $2 is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, with that, I want to bring up Genesis. Genesis and TurboGrafx-16, uh, they're going to be on Virtual Console. You guys knew this, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, imagine playing Sega Genesis on Revolution. Uh, d- uh, which one of you on? A, Ge- a Genesis? I used to. Uh, I own a Genesis, and I like those Genesis games a lot. And uh, I can't really imagine, because back in the day when it was Genesis versus Super Nintendo, it was either you were with Sega or Nintendo, not both. And, you know, playing Sonic on Revolution is going to be really weird. And uh, they also have uh, uh, a lot of good games coming out for the Turbo 16 on the Virtual Console. And for as a whole, the Virtual Console is going to have a lot of content at launch. And as Joey was saying, with how how uh, games coming out, uh, they come out on launch, and then there's a, a dry period, and then you get games slowly coming back out, like every week or two. With Revolution, you'll have that same effect with with the mainstream games. But at the same time, you can go on the Virtual Console, and you can purchase all the old games, all the classic games, for a, a relatively cheap price. And you can also play games that weren't just Nintendo. You can play Sega games, and and Sega's been saying it's not only Genesis. That it can be up to uh, Saturn or even Dreamcast, but there's been nothing confirmed. The only thing confirmed right now is uh, that Genesis will be able to be played on it. Uh, do you like Sega games, Al? Yeah. Well, what do you think about Sega games?
2: Um, I used to have it and I used to play it all the time, and they were actually a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to having them on Revolution again.
0: Yeah, having them on a Nintendo console is really going to be an, an interesting, you know, interesting spin on the games because you know I, I would never have imagined this back in the the era of Super Nintendo. Well, I know it's we to get them to have a good laugh.
1: Just remember seeing all these graphics back at the time and how they were so advanced. Everyone thought this is the newest <laughs> thing,
0: and now we look back it and how they're not that great. <laughs> yeah, if you look back, and I mean, it's not as bad because you're looking at like a Game Boy Advance. A Game Boy Advance has like the same type of graphics as uh, as Genesis and Super Nintendo. So we are used to seeing the sprite type based animation, and uh, I think people are going to be happy to to see those type of, of games. The old games that people used to like for a really cheap price on the Revolution, and I think that if Nintendo makes it af- affordable, in in that aspect, it'll it really excel. Devin, do you have any few, a few favorites you
1: want to get right when the Revolution comes
0: out? Uh, I want to get probably all the Mario's, or probably I'll you know, just get Mario All Stars if they offer it. Um, I want to get Mario Paints because that'll be really cool. I mean, I don't know if they'll let you use the Revolution controller for that, but if they did. That'd be an amazing game for Revolution. Um, I probably want to get, would want to get uh, Ocarina of Time uh, for N64. If Rare if Rare was able to work with Nintendo, because I know they're owned by uh, Microsoft now, I would like to get uh, Perfect Dark.
2: And Goldeneye.
0: And Goldeneye for the N64. Those two were the, the probably still one of the the best set of, of console shooters I've ever played. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of games. I mean, for Super Nintendo, Mario World... Uh, What are some of your favorites, Joey? Well, i got
1: tons of favorites, but I'm just going to keep looking at that list and be like, oh my god, I totally forgot about how great that
0: game was. I mean, I'll probably say that like through a hundred different games when I look through the list. Uh, you know what would be a really cool game? You can take two Revolution controllers and play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!! That would be amazing. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what Nintendo does. Uh, so far, no Revolution functionality uh, for the controller has been, uh, announced to work with, the uh, virtual console games. Uh, right now we're just, we're assuming that you play with them with uh, either a GameCube controller or the controller shell. Um, and I think with that... Wait, hold
1: on. There's one other thing I want to mention real quickly. Uh-huh. What do you think makes the PS3 still be wanted so much? I mean, we've already mentioned how the, the Revolution has cheaper, more games, and all this different functionality of the controllers. But what you said—they took a poll, and PS3 is
0: still more popular. Mm-hmm. What keeps it so popular? Well, I think it's the the installed fan base. I mean, you take a look at uh, at PS2. PS2 is the worldwide leader in console sales, and uh, Sony's pretty much banking on their fan base to pick up the new version of their console, and they really think that they're going to buy it just because they they like the PS2, and that's what pretty much happened. That they had a fan base PS1, PS2 had so much support that it really, it, it made their fan base expand exponentially. And now with PS3, they're pretty much going to take everything they did with PS2, expand it, and put better graphics on it. hmm But at the same time, you have, you know, you have 360, and 360 is pretty much the same thing as Xbox, but expanded, better graphics and more features. And uh, they're really going to be battling it head-to-head. it's going to be Xbox sixty versus PS3. And that's where Nintendo really... Spanking on their their innovation, they really hope that their their controller is going to make each game so much different than the than their competition's games that there's going to be people who buy Revolution only. But uh, what they really hope is that people who already own either PS3 or 360 are going to get a Revolution because it's so different that it's pretty much a different a different gaming experience. Yeah, but you know what's funny about these two councils? how they have not
1: been given a release date yet, so no one can reserve it, and no mm-hmm. one knows. Well, I mean, most likely it's rumored for the fall, because that's when most councils come out right mm-hmm. against the winter season for all the holidays. Me and Alan were joking about how great it would be if these councils were to come out, like, beginning of summer. You know, school's out, you don't have anything going the entire summer, and you just get this new
0: council with all these different games. Well, you don't, don't you think that would make it sell a whole lot better? Hmm. I, I think it could make it sell better, but you really have to realize the summer months for video games are almost uh, a, a drought. There's rare, there's rarely ever any big games that come out during the summer. Big game big game months are normally April or November, especially, especially because of the holiday season. Most people want to get their content out right before the holidays. And uh, by having Revolution and PS3 released in November or October... Sometime in the fall, uh, you will have the majority of, of the sales because people are looking for a gift. In the beginning of the summer, people aren't looking to buy something. Well, so. well that's true, and also because people feel like
1: it's summer, they can go do other things, it's kind of better weather, and winter's more cold, it's inside. Video games are a great activity, but still, I mean, if you got $300 or the 500 or 600 for the PS3, if you had a choice would you buy it at the beginning of the summer?
0: Uh, if I had a choice. Hell yeah, by the beginning of the summer. I mean, who wouldn't want to... I mean, I don't want to wait. But, you know, what's going to be best for them? They they think about themselves and uh, how much profit they can make. And it's pretty much more logical for them to go at a later date. Well, that's how it's always been. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to say with that, it's time for our preview review. BGC Preview Review now, since it's been a month, we
1: kind of felt sorry about this. You guys haven't been able to have our daily preview-review. So we decided to do uh, a double th- this time. Two previews, two reviews.
0: Uh, I'm, first off, I'm going to preview New Super Mario Brothers for the DS. Uh, I've read a lot about this game. I can't wait till this game comes out. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. is going to go back to the original Mario Bros. type of gameplay. Pretty much all platforming, all adventure games, side-scroller... And uh, it's going to have a bunch of new features, pretty much expanding on uh, Super Mario World, where you're going to be having a bunch of new content in the item boxes, and even a mushroom that can make you grow pretty much two stories tall. Uh, The game creators are saying that they're really hoping that this new side-scroller will open the door to a bunch of new type of uh, Mario games on the DS, and uh, ultimately there will be a Mario game on the Revolution, hasn't been announced yet. But, uh, New Super Mario Bros. really takes it to, to its roots. And, uh, the two-player co-op mode, which you can either, uh, you can do, uh, with, just by ad-hoc mode, right next to each other, or it hasn't been confirmed, but there are rumors that, uh, you can actually do co-op mode through the internet with one of your friends, where you can have Mario and Luigi both on the same screen being controlled by two different people going through the level, and you actually help each other, or you can even even... Try to stop each other from reaching the end. Who gets their first? Type of thing. Uh, when you're playing with two people, uh, one person can jump on the other person's back, and uh, you know you can do a different type of bro moves. And I, I really think this game is gonna bring uh, Mario back to its roots. I really think it's gonna be a big, big system seller, <coughs> a big, big system seller for uh, the DS. And uh, you can look. Uh, you can look forward. You <clears throat> can look forward to new Super Mario Brothers and May.
1: Alright, our second preview is a game called Dead Rising for the PS2. It's about a man named Frank West, who's a photojournalist. journalist. His, he's, his job is to come to a mall where it's rumored that zombies are, and he has to go find out the story of why there are zombies, get pictures, and make this huge story that'll break it through for his career. he probably doesn't realize that the story is actually true, and he's got 72 hours to survive and get the
0: story, otherwise you might die. Yeah, this is a typical zombie game. There's been billions of these games everywhere. Um, but, but this one's
1: a little bit different because normally in a zombie game, you get a gun, a knife, and then sometimes they'll give you a, advancement in guns or every once in a while an object. This game,
0: any object you see can be used as a weapon. Anything. Yeah, imagine having Condemned for the 360. Imagine having Sega's Condemned all crunched together in the mall. That's the type of survival horror game this game is going to turn out to be. I'm really looking forward to this game, and what do you think of this game? Do you think it's going to be a, a better zombie game than the ones we've seen in the past? you think uh, it's just going to be another
2: kind of throwback title? I think it's going to be a really bad game. Uh, just walking in the mall, it's going to be kind of boring. I saw some videos online. The zombies just keep coming. You just pick up an axe from a locker room, and you just hit them. It, I think the game is going to be really boring.
1: Well, the game is based on a lot of side quests and not much of a main actual story line to it. Because a guy could actually, even though it's 72 hours either way in the mall, a character could just go find a room, lock himself in there, and wait the game time out and then just run away and get to the place to escape. I mean, it's kind of interactive, whichever way you want to do it. You can do all the side missions and actually. Play the game, or you can just be a jerk and just sit
0: there and wait. <laughs> so you, you can pretty much leave your system on in the locked room overnight and beat the game? Well, is, that, is that what you're saying?
1: Well, they're not actually having the 72 hours in the mall 72 hours. I think they said it would be about two to three hours if you just sit somewhere and just wait it out. Really? So the game's going to be that short? But they also said that the game is based on a lot of side missions because there are all these different humans in the mall that you're supposed to try to rescue and different objectives
0: you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. It's kind of a different spin. Uh, We'll see how it works, see how it plays out. Now everyone, it's time for our first
1: review by Alan.
2: Hey, um, I'm reviewing uh, Far Cry Instinct's Predator for Xbox 360, and um, when I first got it, I was really happy because I played the first one for PC, and uh, when I got the second one for 360, uh, I realized that there were two games in it. And the first game, was uh, Far Cry Instincts. And that was for the first Xbox. The first game. And it was different from the PC version. And I was actually glad, because now I get to play two more Far Cry games. But the bad thing is, is that people that beat the first one for Xbox have to play again for the 360 to get the new evolution for the 360. And uh, I am still in the first part of Instincts, so I'm playing that... Uh, they did, uh, increase the graphics a little bit for the first one. And it's not a bad game. Graphics are pretty good. Um, I'd probably give it around an 8 out of 10. I
1: mean, is there some different gameplay than the original in Xbox?
2: Um, I did not play the first Xbox One, but I've seen it. But the killing in the Xbox 360 version is much easier than in the PC version. PC version is just ridiculously hard, and... I played it on normal and it was really hard, and uh, there was probably four more other harder modes after that.
0: So, do uh, you think Evolution is gonna be better, more graphics
2: than the uh, Instincts? I think they made it equal, like they brought it up to equal uh, graphics, and that uh, Evolution will just be another type of story. You're on the island. You'll have different weapons, explosive, different like destructive areas, and mostly different weapons and everything.
0: So, uh, at least they didn't just port it over. At least they upgraded the graphics on it. So, uh, textures look better. Yeah. Uh, there's an online
2: mode. What do you think of that? Right. Uh, I did not play the online one on the PC version, but for 360, I actually did try uh, a game called uh, Steal the Sample, and it was not that bad. You can get powers in there also, like in the original game. And uh, you just, like, it, there's different types. It's like Counter-Strike. There's different types of games. You can Steal the Sample... Uh, just deathmatch, anything.
0: So you give that game a, uh... An 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Okay. And, uh, we got a very, very special second review here. We're gonna... All of us are gonna do it. Kingdom Hearts 2. Square Enix masterpiece, in my mind. I love this game. Uh, Joey, what do you think of this game? Well, I like the idea. I mean, you do revisit a lot of the worlds. They've already played Kingdom Hearts 1.
1: But they didn't want to just make it the same exact thing of revisiting every one of them. They actually added different worlds, like Mulan's World, Tron, which is a very popular one <laughs> that was in awesome, your man. mind.
2: Yeah, it was really cool.
1: And they actually had uh, Pride Lands, if you don't know, for Simba, Mufasa. Right? Lion King.
2: Yeah? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite world, out? Uh, I would have to say probably Agraba. That was um, one of my favorite Disney movies, and just the level is amazing. I love it.
0: Uh, I I like Tron the most, as Joey already mentioned. Tron is unbelievable. follows the movie pretty perfectly, as most of the worlds do. Um, I have to say that the the whole combat system, and there's been a lot of controversy over whether or not it's a button masher, it is a button masher. I mean, the first one was a button masher, this one's a button masher. But it, it does it in such a way where you have to kill somebody with an attack button. And how it incorporates summons and the drive gauge... I think it took what the first one did and expanded it. For me, the combat system was actually very good. I really liked it. And uh, I really liked the the reaction command. The reaction command made the combat a lot more fun, and uh, you know this a lot more than anybody. Tell us about Mickey and how he comes to rescue you.
2: Well, um, I was playing one time, and... Uh, well, I played on Prod mode, which is the hardest mode, because I love Kingdom Hearts. It's, I, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. And I played on the hardest mode, and we were playing in the beast castle and we're fighting a boss and i died and mickey just appears from nowhere and he is unbelievably strong he's like he'll kill the monster like in maybe a few seconds like if you keep attacking and what he does is once you attack him you move to the side and you have to charge your power and once your power is full you will reheal sora which is the main character and then once he reheals all you have to do is hit the monster about one or two times and then you beat the monster
0: yeah, Mickey cannot kill the monster. He can get him down to the last titch, but only Sora can finish off a monster. Um, The story in this game is so deep. I mean, if you did not play the first one or, or even the Chain of Memories for the GBA, it's going to be pretty hard to catch back up. Uh, Joey, uh, do you like the story? I believe
1: it's pretty good, especially with the new segment with Roxas at the very beginning of the game. Kind of gives the game an R appeal and just playing Sora through it again. Because it kind of makes the story flow a little bit better. hmm
0: I, I really like how the game comes full circle. And uh, how uh, it really it, it explains a lot about the whole Kingdom Hearts story and how it all comes together at the end. I, I really like the story. The story is really, you have to pay attention to all the details because it is a very, very complicated but really cool story. I really like it a lot. Um, you, you heard Alan, Alan gave it a 10 out of 10. Yep. Uh, Joy, you gave it... What are you you giving it? Probably 10 out of 10 also. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Uh, I don't think it is absolutely perfect. I think they could have done a little bit... um, a couple of things Mm -hmm. better. I am gonna give it a a 9.8.
2: Uh, what do you think they could have done better?
0: I think the combat could have been a little bit more better. They they could have made it less of a button
2: masher. Uh, how (laughs) how could they have done that?
0: Well, they could have had you, uh, instead of just using the Keyblade, you could have used uh, your summons with uh, a different type of button. But it... It's hard to explain, but I think they they could have made different moves with the Keyblade, so, so you don't have to push X for a long period of time. So, I mean, you push X for a long time by the by the end of a long battle, your thumb gets tired. I, I'm not sure exactly how you'd fix that, but isn't that what the abilities are for? That's what the ability the, uh, the abilities are for. <laughs> but I I think just by doing regular combat, there should be a way because you don't normally just need it. You don't need to use a summon. If you really wanted to, you can just beat everyone up by pushing X a thousand times. So they could have made it a little bit more difficult just to hack and slash. You could have had to actually use summons or you just die. Mm-hmm. So you have to use it. If you have to use it, then it's not just a button match because you need to use something. So But they also do
1: it's not just a button match, like when you think about the leveling, it doesn't level up every attribute you have. Sometimes it'll be defense, sometimes strength, sometimes it'll be neither, just give you an ability. So it kind of does make it, like if your strength, it's not giving you strength level very for a long time, kind of got to use your abilities your other effects to do it, because your strength doesn't do much damage anymore.
0: Yeah, but then you can go to a world, and you can just keep hacking and slashing, and then leave the world and come back and level up your character until you are strong enough where you don't need to use anything. Which is a kind of problem for all RPGs, the just taking it out on Kingdom Hearts. So uh, I do love this game at a 9.8, my highest rating I've ever given to a game. So I, I think it's an amazing game.
2: And uh, the drive gauge in Kingdom Hearts 2 is uh, fusion. You can use fusion with the drive gauge. It allows you to fuse into different forms. Where you can fuse with Goofy, Donald, and even later you get to fuse with both of them. And uh, you have different powers when you fuse. It's a limited time while you go uh, drive. And uh, when you fuse with them, you get, you get to use two keyblades. You can choose which ones you want to use. And uh, But the only thing that I hate the most about this game is anti-form which is when you go like once you go drive a few times at one point when you go drive again you will turn into a black Sora which is very fast he will move much faster than normal Sora he is much stronger but he is much weaker like Like health-wise health-wise correct and like if you get hit it'll be very very like bad for you like you'll get hit very bad and if you're fighting a boss, it's not that good, because the boss's hits are pretty strong, and if they hit you, you know, a lot of damage will go away.
1: But that's good, because I mean, otherwise you just keep going to that same drive form, it's real easy, because that drive form's obviously stronger than normal Sora. This gives
0: you a little challenge. So, but you can, Well, it's random. If it wasn't actually, like, you had to do it's something... Not,
2: it's not random. It, they build up ante points that uh, for every time you go drive, it counts up points until... let's let's say you go drive 10 times, maybe at that 10th point, the next one, you'll go anti-form. And there's a different percentage. Like, when you're playing bosses, you have a bigger percentage of going anti-form because they like to screw you in the game. (laughs)
0: Well, it's not screw; It's making it a little bit tougher. It it is maximum screwage. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Alan gives it a 10 out of 10. Joey gives it a 10 out of 10. I give it a 9.8 out of 10. Uh, It is a very great game. If you played the first one, Pick up the second one. If you haven't played the first one, pick up the second one. Pick up the first one, too, while you're at it. It's a great game. I, I think uh, Disney, uh, BVG, and Square Enix did a great job on this game. I can't wait for another sequel. I, I'm just dying for another sequel. So uh, those have been those are our uh, preview reviews. And uh, with that, this has been your VGC of the week. I am Devin, this is Joey, and this is Alan. And we are going to say goodbye. goodbye email us at videogamecast at gmail.com videogamecast all one word at gmail.com